What's up everybody, it's Dan Greer with Leading from the Middle of the Pack and today we're going to be talking all about um, <laughs> attitude and how attitude is everything in leadership and attitude is everything in your job and attitude is everything that you work with. So uh, the whole, whole reason this is kind of coming up right now is just because it's, you know, we're nearing the end of winter when this podcast is going to be released and there's, there's st- probably still a little bit of snow on the ground depending on where you're at. Maybe if you're in Florida or California or Texas, there's no snow on the ground. But here in Colorado, we still got a little bit of snow on the ground. And it seems like attitudes uh, are go down in winter. And um, I just want to chat a little bit about why it's so important to keep your attitude high and why it's so important to be a positive leader instead of one of those negative ones. So cue up the theme song. We'll be right back. The big question is this. How are leaders like us who aren't necessarily in a management position who go out and get our hands dirty, who are ready to answer their calling from God to lead, who are driven to learn and grow, gain the trust and respect of those around us, to actually be heard while not coming across as an authoritative prick? These are the questions, and this is the podcast that will give you the answers. Hi, my name is Dan Greer, and welcome to Leading from the Middle of the Pack. Awesome. I'm so glad that you guys are here. Today, we're going to be talking, like I said, all about attitude and how attitude is everything. I know that we've talked a lot about this in the past, but I just got to tell you, like, if you're surrounding yourself with people who who have bad attitudes, you're going to have a bad attitude, right? If you're surrounding yourself with people who are negative or go, oh, I don't know if we can do this. Oh, I don't know if this is possible. Then get away from those people. Like, literally, stand up and move away from them right now. If you're sitting next to you in an office, be like, oh, I got to go. Sorry. Go to the break room. Go outside to the park, go do work somewhere else, take your laptop, go figure it out because they are dragging you down and all of a sudden you're going to be super negative as well and you're going to have that doubt that they have for you because they're too small-minded to think big enough to get you there. Now, I, a little bit of background is the kind of where this comes from and so you guys kind of understand how important it is to have a good attitude is that like I used to be there 100%. I used to be the guy that whenever you asked me how I was, I'd be like, oh, I've had better days. Oh, uh, I'm surviving. Uh, this and that. And then I started changing everything that I did in my life to get a really good attitude because I wanted to be super positive. And I knew that if I wanted to be successful, I had to be positive because you're not successful if you're negative. Think of one person who's negative, who's successful. You can't do it, can you? Because they're not there. They don't exist, right? Like anybody who who is successful, wealthy, not rich, but wealthy, is not negative. Like they may have negative moments, but for the most part, they're positive. Tony Robbins, $8 billion worth of annual revenue. Super positive guy. Russell Brunson, $300 million worth of annual revenue. Super positive guy. Donald Trump, I don't know what his revenue is, but pretty positive guy, right? Like he has faith in himself and he's not, he's not always negative. He doesn't say, oh, this will never work. Oh, this can't do this. Oh, I don't know. Oh, what do you want on this? Oh, I just need somebody to do it for me. Right? They don't do that at all. What they do is they sit there and they find solutions for answers and they're positive about what they do. So today, what I want to do is I just want to really dive deep into, into how you get a positive mindset, how you transform to negative to positive, number one. And number two, like more on the fact of, of just digging deeper into what that positive attitude does for you mentally and what it can do to help you accomplish it. So first things first. Let's talk a little bit about why like, it's so important to have a positive attitude. So if you're negative, what happens? You attract negativeness to you, right? Do you want to be around somebody who's positive or somebody who's negative? Positive. 
Do you want to be around somebody who's happy or somebody who's sad? Happy. Do you want to be around somebody who's smiling and having fun and joking? Or some ignorant prick? I almost said some other words there, but I try not to cuss. <laughs> right? You want to be around somebody who's smiling and happy, not some ignorant prick. Do you want to be around somebody who finds solutions or somebody who finds problems? Solutions. Do you see where I'm going with this? You want to be around somebody who's happy. You want to be around somebody who's positive. You want to be around somebody who's joking. Somebody who finds solutions. Not somebody who sees the glasses empty, but somebody who sees the glasses potential. Look at, man, I've got a new way to carry this fluid. Oh, I can have a drink with me if I fill this up with water. Right? Not, oh, I've got to pack this glass. Oh, I've got to do this. Oh, I've got to wash it. Oh, I can find negative crap in everything that I choose to work with, but I choose not to find negativeness, right? And so when you surround yourself with negative people, when you put negative people around you, and when, you're, when your team is negative, guess what? You start being negative as well. One positive person can brighten everything up, but you can't always depend on you to be the positive person all the time, right? Here, here's what I found, like personally. My team is great. I love my team. I wouldn't trade my team for the world. But I would have more positiveness on my team. I would have more people that come in and go, yeah, we can do that. And then they start finding solutions for it. I would have more people on my team that would come in and go, oh, here's a great idea. We should do this. And even if it's out of the world and it's super crazy, at least they're giving you ideas, right? And my team does a great job giving me ideas. I'm not dogging on my team at all. I'm just saying that I would surround myself with more positiveness than what we already have. And my team is already super positive, right? But here's the other thing is like one negative person can bring down the entire atmosphere of everybody around them. One person who sits there frowning is all frumpy. You know what frumpy means? It's blanking grumpy and that blanking starts with an F, right? They're sitting there all frumpy and they're like, I'm not going to turn on my camera in a Zoom meeting. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that. Shut the hell up and get out of here. I don't need you here if you're going to be like that. You're bringing down everybody. Go away. Go home. I don't need to pay you for today, Right? And I know that that's a horrible attitude to have, and most leaders don't have that attitude. Or I shouldn't say sh- I should say shouldn't have that attitude. But every once in a while, you got to have those heart to hearts with people to get them remotivated, to get them better, to get them higher attitude. Because guess what? We don't want to be the the leader who has to do it all. You're not a leader if you're doing it all by yourself. No, you know what you're called then? An idiot. That's what you're called. And and when you surround yourself with negative people or one negative person in general who starts bringing it down and you don't do something about that negative attitude with that person, guess what happens? Then all of a sudden, everybody is negative. Then nobody looks at the positive side of it. Nobody sees what the good stuff that's going to happen because that one bad apple ruined that entire bunch. Now, I know I'm talking a lot about attitudes lately, but attitude is so important. And I think that as we near winter, like darker days, colder days, you're not sides, you're not getting the vitamin D, you're not breathing the fresh air in here as much. A lot of times, winter is really hard on a lot of people. Because it's, it's colder, right? And, and that's why so many older people are, have the opportunity. They're what they call snowbirds, right? They live in beautiful Colorado in the summer and crazy hot Arizona in the winter. But it's still a great... Arizona's gorgeous in the winter, right? Because it's like sweatshirt weather all year round. It's beautiful. Well, not all year round. Sweatshirt weather all winter. In the summer, it's hotter than heck. That's why they come up here to where it's nice and cool in the summer. And you always stay in that 80 degree weather, right? 80 degrees in the summer, 80 degrees in the winter. They just got to move to find it. I digress. I'm getting off topic here. My point is, is that you have to you have to be around people who are positive. And when you have somebody who's negative, you have to bite that in the bud. And as a leader, you've got to nip that in the bud really quick. And it's not always going to be easy. As a matter of fact, it's going to be really, really hard. It's going to be 
painful conversations and somebody's going to probably end up crying or upset or pissed off or mad or you may even have to go as far as getting that person off your team right we've talked about how there's not the right seat on the bus for everybody and you can try you can move them from seat to seat to seat to seat to seat and if they don't ever fork out you just got to open the door and kick them off and somebody who's negative will bring down the entire bus. I'll bring down everybody on your team. And so you've got to nip that in the bud. And you've got to figure out how to deal with that. And you can't coddle them. You can't baby them. As leaders, as adults, as grown-ups, you can't baby people all the freaking time. Because when you baby them, you enable them. And when you enable them, what happens? It gets worse. It doesn't get better. So when you got somebody that's got a bad attitude, coach them. Coax them. Get them to where they're doing better. And then if it doesn't work, stop babying them. Kick them off the bus. Get rid of them. Because guess what? Here's the thing. That one bad apple is going to ruin the entire bunch. And as soon as they're gone, everybody else is going to be a lot happier. They're going to be a time of upsetness. There really is. People are going to be like, oh my gosh, there's going to be fear because you got rid of somebody. But then they're going to be like, oh, I'm so glad they were so negative. Oh, I, they were bringing me down. Oh, it's it's so crazy. And I know I've already talked about this before, but it's such a big deal that I've got to talk about it some more. All right. So when you've got somebody on your team that's negative as a leader, you've got to figure out how to deal with that. And you've got to get them a positive mindset. And if they can't get to a positive mindset, sometimes it just requires cutting that limb off so you don't lose the whole tree. Sometimes it requires throwing that one bad apple out if you can't trim it off so you don't lose the whole batch. And so that's not easy. That's part of the hard part of being a leader is sometimes you have to let people go. You have to make those hard decisions. And that part sucks about being a leader. But to watch other people grow and to give them the opportunity to grow, that part doesn't suck. That part's pretty awesome. That part's great as that goes. So my point here is is that sometimes you got to make those hard decisions. But you can do everything in your power first and give them all the opportunity to improve. But you have to be tough with them. You can't just coddle them. You can't just be like, oh, I'm so sorry. Here, let me do this for you. Because then you're doing it all yourself, and that's not going to help. That's not helping you. That's not helping the team. That's not helping them. That's not helping the business. If you have to do it all yourself, why the heck are you paying them? What are they doing? What are they there for? Nothing. You're enabling them to be somebody with a bad attitude who's taking everybody else. Right? So, if you can't fix them, you got to get rid of them. Two options. Right? And you can give them those options. You can be upfront with them. You can be like, hey, I hate having these hard conversations. But here's the thing. If your attitude doesn't improve, I don't know that you got a place here anymore. Because we can't have all this negativity around us because not only are you bringing down the team, you're bringing down me, you're bringing down everybody else. And I have to be a visionary for this team and I have to do what's right. I have to do what's best for the team, not what's best for you individually. And that's what leaders do is they look out for the team. They look out for the... For the big picture, you're a big picture thinker. You're not just focused on one little thing. You're focused on the giant picture that comes with it. Okay? So that's the first thing that I want to talk about with bad attitudes is that, you know, sometimes it really sucks, but you've got to do the hard things as a leader, okay? And you got to help people try to get there. And if they can't get there, then sometimes you got to make those choices to get them off the team so you don't lose the whole, you don't lose the whole limb, right? The Bible says it's better to gouge one eye out than it is to lose the whole body to sin. This is a really similar... T- like way to think about it you know would you rather throw one apple out of the bucket or lose the whole bucket of apples would you rather lose a finger or die if it comes down to it i'd rather lose a finger right i think we all would too would you rather lose a toe or lose your whole leg or would you lose your leg compared to dying like which is worse depends depends on what your outlook on life is and if you're positive or negative right all right so 
Now that we've chatted about that and we've got through all this hard part, let's go to the next part. And that's that's all about why having a positive attitude is so important to you and the people around you and why you have to strive to have that positive attitude. So the first reason is, is that when you have a positive attitude, it's radiant. It's like a light. Just like a negative attitude is like a light, a positive one is too. And when you walk into a dark room and you're the positive attitude, you're the light, what happens? It lights it up a little bit, right? And the more positive you are, the bigger your light is. And what happens is other people start to become positive. Like, let's say that you're in a super dark room. I don't know. Have you ever been to, like, they, they call it, uh, a lot of times they do this on Christmas Eve, a candlelight service. They turn off all the lights. You start with one candle at the very front of the room that represents Christ. And then as you as you spread the flame out throughout the entire room, it becomes not daylight bright, but bright enough that you can see everybody around you again without any issues, right? And then you look around and the room is absolutely beautiful because it's candlelit. Well, positiveness is just like that. It's just like the spirit. It's just like faith, right? When you're positive, it radiates, and other people pick it up. Same thing with being negative. So a positive person lights a candle, and a negative person snuffs it out. And you want to be the positive person, and you want people around you to be the positive people, because guess what? It's easier to be positive when you're around positive people, <laughs> right? And so you've got to be that leading light. You've got to be the person who's positive. You've got to be the person who smiles, the person who has fun, the person who's creative, the person who's always thinking of new ways to improve and to be better. You need to be that person. Don't be the person who's the, who's the devil's advocate, as they call themselves. Never be the devil's advocate. Oh, my gosh. I hate devil's advocates. I will kick them out of the room if we're having a board meeting or some kind of dream meeting where we're dreaming about stuff and somebody's a devil's advocate. I'm like, you can leave. Go home. I don't need you. You're done. Go take a break. When we're done dreaming, you can come back. But until then, don't come back. I'm done with you. Anyways, you've got to be that positive light. and Because when you're positive, everybody else is going to be positive around you. They're going to start picking it up. They're going to start getting more positive. Because you're a light. You shine on them. You give them brightness. And they start saying, oh my gosh, I love how it feels to be positive. Then all of a sudden, you're super positive as well. And then they're super positive. Then you're even more positive. Then you touch more people. And all of a sudden, the room is daylight bright. Because of your brightness in there, right? And people will become positive the more you're around them. But if you've got somebody who's super negative, who refuses to be positive, they actually go around and snuff those candles out. It's like a shadow. It's like a, it's like a blanket, right? They can't be positive and negative at the same time. You can't be. You, you can either smile or you can frown. But you can't smile and frown. It's impossible, I don't know of anybody that can do that. And if you know somebody that can do it, shoot me a picture. Put it on social media. I'd love to see it, right? Tag me so I can see somebody smiling and frowning at the same time that's not Photoshopped. Because you can't do it. You can't physically do it. You can't physically be mad and smile at the same time. So my, my entire point of this is, is that, number one, as leaders, we have to do the hard things. Okay? And number two, as leaders, we have to be positive. And number three, you can't surround yourself with negative people and expect to be positive you have to surround yourself with people who want to be positive if you want to continue to stay positive and that's the way it works you guys that's it i know it's a short one i don't have a lot of notes on it so i'm just kind of flying by the seat of my pants which is what i love the most anyways so anyways hope you guys like this if you liked it you should give us a five-star rating and review it if you didn't like it what are you doing listening to this get out of here don't bother rating it or reviewing it just uh get out of here not subscribe but i hope you liked it and if you did like it take a screenshot share it tag me i'll give you some love and we'll go from there all right we'll chat with you guys later bye